Hello, everybody, and welcome to uh, Comedy Film Nerds episode 240. This is a, a very special episode. There are two guests today. Two guests. Yes. We're not going to announce them. No, we're not. We're not. We Even have to know guess. they're in the description, so you already know their names. Yeah, <laughs> it won't be such quite a mystery as you're listening, but we've got a lot to talk about We still about haven't today. figured out the show isn't live. We yeah. still yeah. haven't figured <laughs> that out yet. And so one like of us could be wearing a mask. Episodes. Yes. <laughs> one is a mystery guest. Yes. <laughs> well, one of them we abducted. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So he's, it's a mystery to him yeah, why he he's here. Yeah, he doesn't know where he's at. You yeah. can't let him know where the garage is. Yeah. Are you kidding me? You know, all you need is car and an e- and ether. That's yeah, all you do to get guests for a podcast. Get so many good guests. <laughs> this is, water tastes funny. Guys. Yes. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about Big Hero 6, Interstellar, Birdman, and um, the Nightbreed re-release, which may give you a hint as to our guest, mm. Neil Weekly. <laughs> <laughs> The biggest Clyde Barker fan ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I just want to say real quick, I want to thank, um, I was out in New York for the Urban Action Showcase Expo to see a trailer for the martial arts kid. With a cumbersome name like that, you would think it would make some kind of anagram. Uasi? <laughs> yeah. Uas? No, it should spell like kick or yeah, something. Yeah, it should. It should. Because it's just a, it's a bunch, it's a bunch of, a black martial artists yeah. in a hotel is what it was. There's a bunch of black dudes that like martial art movies. It's pretty cool. Um, and Rick Myers. I saw Rick Myers was at the, um, mm-hmm. with there. He came up to me and, of course, was we mentioned something about Taekwondo and he sent that email we got. He's all mad about something. Hey, Rick, when you attempt comedy, I'm not going to write you long emails about how you did it wrong. Okay? How's that sound? Does that sound fair, pal? Um, but it was also great to see Rick there. And, and I got to be fair, your form was off on your spin kick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Rick. It's always great. You say, hey, Rick's here. You know, that last episode, you know, I sent you that email. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's like a neighbor who's like, you know, you should be trimming your bushes a little more. And I'd put solar panels on that roof if I were you. Like, all right, Rick. Um, so, uh, so how was it? How it was, was fun. The, uh, it was fun. It was cool seeing the trailer. How was Uatu? Is that what it was? The urban action? <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're calling it now. Yeah. Who to? I was like, was there an African actor that was there? Um, they, they could. They, it was. Just, it's only in its second year. It was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, they had. Um, they screened the movie you're in too, right? Well, they just showed the trailer. I thought they okay. could screen the whole movie, but just the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> so it was great. So it was worth the flight. This is my SWAT versus Devil. Right. This is my. This is my <laughs> This is what this was. This is absolutely. Um, no, it was really cool. The trailer looked great, and Don the Dragon was there. Cynthia was there. Uh, Storm was, was there. It was. Was Afro Ninja there? Afro Ninja was not <laughs> there. But there's like a booth set up for this new Monkey King film that Rick was telling me actually looks pretty cool. Um, and uh, so there was there was there was cool stuff there. We did some press, and um, it was great seeing the film. Um, you know, it's with with Jansen Pantier, who we had on the show. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's very much an anti-bullying yeah, thing. Yeah, it's a family, the martial arts kid. It's a family martial it's arts family film. arts thing and how martial arts can help you and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And it was really cool. I was like, wow. You know, 
this movie looks like it could be pretty interesting. So um, I'm excited to see a family martial arts movie when it comes out. Now, did you get like, uh, do you have a, a title like Joe the Security Guard? Like, no, I'm yeah. Security Guard number <laughs> one. Security Guard number, security guard number one. Uh, and, one of the numbers. Uh, did you create a backstory for your character? Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and um, I'm gonna I'm gonna spend the money to try to get Oscar nominations. So I think it's worth. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna spend five hundred thousand dollars to try. It. I think it's worth, I think it's worth the money. That's worth the money. Spend. Sure. Yeah. yeah sure. Absolutely. I'll back that. (laughs) Full page ads and variety. All of not financially, just no. 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 If I could back that financially, I'd be doing something else. Anything. (laughs) So that was it was really cool. And also um I saw Maria Bamford. She was uh you know at the um New York Comedy Festival that Comedy Central puts on. And I was out there and a friend of mine was like, I got tickets to go see Maria Bamford. And my first instinct was I don't want to go fucking watch a peer of mine, yeah. <laughs> like sit in the audience. Right. Like I can't remember the last goddamn time. Yeah, I did like this. a savage. Yeah, like some sort of weirdo, like some weird yeah. ticket buying animal that yeah. has to sit there in these seats, like some Planet of the Apes madhouse. It's a madhouse when they get hosed down in intermission or whatever regular people do. Yeah. I don't care. I'm in the green room eating the civilians. Yeah. Do, I guess. I'm drinking coconut water in the green room. I shouldn't be rubbing elbows with these filthy people. <laughs> sharing armrests, sharing, sharing armrests with them. Got to fight over a cup holder. This I is flew out of first class. I got upgraded. Who the hell are these animals? <laughs> so, so this was what was going through my mind. Sure. Um, and I went. And so I'm, by then you missed the show. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I gotta fucking get out of here. I gotta go see Birdman at the AMC in right. Times Square. Um, but no, I actually I went, and I'm so glad that I did because I haven't seen Maria do a full set in forever. And for those of you who have never seen Maria Bamford live, there are few comics that I would sit through their hour set for. Right. Good friends of mine who I'd be mm-hmm. like, yeah, this guy's great. I'll watch ten sure. minutes of it and then I'll go whatever bail. Yeah. bail. And I gotta do a thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It was so amazing. And she's like, you know, talking about uh, suicide attempts and being in a psych ward and being bipolar and all this stuff in the most hilarious. She's one of the more unique comics out there. Oh, yeah. It was really, there's few comics that I watch that I go, damn. Yeah. I got to <laughs> up my game. I, there's no one else I would watch. Pat Oswalt, yeah, he's funny. I don't watch him and go, oh, man. I go, eh, he's all right. Louis C.K., good for him. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like Maria, I was like, damn. She mm. is fucking, she is putting it all out there in the most unique manner. And she, there's a lot of darkness to her act right. and anger mm-hmm. that she makes hilarious with all of her voices and everything but you're like man this this woman is like had to go through some shit you and know. is funny about it it was really no one's ever going to steal a joke from maria bamford yeah right. how could yeah. you how could you yeah. do yeah. that yeah. 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 be completely it's out so, of context yeah. you know? but whenever i tell new comics i give them advice i tell them the best advice i can give you is tell jokes only you can tell right so there's not anything anybody can lift and it's so personal and that's maria bamford is the epitome of that it's like that's her. That's her act. There's no one else on the planet that could do it. Yeah, and I and I heard like two nights before Tig, you know, who's gone through a very public breast cancer, took her shirt off midway through her yeah, set. Yeah. And did the second half of her set with no shirt on. <laughs> oh, wow, really? And I'm just like, fucking right on. Like those two are just out there. Yeah, yeah. Doing amazing stuff. I'd like to see someone steal that joke. Yeah, yeah. steal that joke. Steal the breast, <laughs> topless yeah. breast cancer. How did the uh, bachelorette yeah. party in the front react? Yeah, exactly. 
Those morons weren't there. <laughs> yeah, you bitch. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, God. That made me want to quit stand-up. Yeah. What you just did. <laughs> that there's a table full of dummies ruining Tiggs. Yeah, bitch. Oh. Order her a shot. Oh. God. Die now. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> So yeah, that was really awesome. I'm going to be married for eight uh, months. (laughs) (laughs) My marriage lasted longer. (laughs) Let's introduce our guests. As you know, um, the backbone of the written site on uh, Comedy Film Nerds has been with us from the beginning. Um, Neil Weekly. Why, hello. Wow. And first time on the program. Now, a lot of times when we have two guests, we're like, oh, well, they, you know, it's a comedy team or people that work together. No, we have disparate guests this time for uh, the actual guests. This is uh, Mark Miller, who we're really excited to have on, and he's the um, head of Clive Barker's company. Now, I want to say production company, but that's not really true because you do more than production. You do comics and all sorts of other things, too. novels and plays and... uh, Stand up comedy. Right, everything. Yeah. <laughs> Any- Clive does stand up comedy? Wow. I want to see that. Yeah. He has this whole uh, bit no. about dentists. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, and, and airplanes, man. Yeah. You got to oh. hear the bit about airplanes. It's, <laughs> crazy. it's haunted. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Okay. That's right. It's a little spin on it, you know? Yeah. So, so the two guests, their connection is one guy works for Clive Barker and the mm. other guy's a stalker. Yeah, That's exactly. What, That's pretty much. That's yeah. What, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, we call it fan. Uh, please. <laughs> when I told Neil that uh, Mark Miller was going to be on the podcast, oh, I'm taking off work. Yeah, He's like, I'm taking off work. Didn't, didn't ask for an invite. Just nope, shows no, up. Yeah. Hey, I'll I'll the day off, guys. Now, wait a minute. I'll see you in the garage. <laughs> didn't exactly plan out that way. <laughs> it wasn't scheduled. <laughs> <laughs> and he's wearing the exact same outfit as Mark. It's really, it's really, <laughs> off, it's really off-putting. It's really off-putting. You know, very flattering. I had to do the, uh, did the research, but got the right same glasses and yeah, everything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to be ignored, Mark. <laughs> so this has been fun. I'm going to go. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not. I have, I have a meeting <laughs> right after <laughs> another taste of that funny tasting water. Yeah. <laughs> I You'll find your car's lips. been towed. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. So, well, let's uh, let's talk about now. Big Hero Six is a movie okay. uh, that we saw. I saw this with uh, my family, but I want to say that uh, I actually went to the El Capitan in Hollywood, which is an amazing theater that Disney owns. And what they do is they do like an old school kind of Hollywood thing where there's a stage show and the movies and previews. There's an organ player, but it's one of those old organs, and they play all the Disney songs, and the kids mm-hmm. love it, and it, it's it's a it's a great experience. It's a great place to see a Disney movie, right? Because they really do it upright, and uh, the movie itself was really good. I liked it. Um, I thought the thing I love about well, we're gonna now, let's say this we're, we're gonna, gonna do a spoiler. We're gonna do a spoiler yeah, about it on, on Big Hero Six with a special guest, the very special, the uh, <laughs> very special. Guest. And uh, one of the things I love about um, now after Disney acquired Pixar, like it's technically it's not a Pixar movie, but it doesn't matter. John La- John Lasseter has his fingerprints on every single piece of animation that comes out of that studio now Mm -hmm. and that is all for the best it really (laughs) is it's it's amazing because what uh pixar and john lasseter always used to do is they made it a um a motto of theirs to never talk down to kids when they're making a film Mm -hmm. there was never that like oh it's a kid's movie so no it's a movie that for everyone there's a big difference a family movie and a kid's movie and 
Uh, Big Hero 6 does that. It's a movie that everyone can kind of enjoy from kids to adults. And, and uh, it is kind of a Marvel property that may not uh, be as right. well known. And you could tell, obviously, you know, we'll get into the, a little bit more of that in the spoiler app. But what I, I love about it is that, uh, you know, there's some themes about loss and character development that you would see in a normal movie. Like uh, at the beginning, um, the hero, Hero is actually his, his name, um, you know, he loses his brother in an explosion. But what I loved about it, too, is it wasn't like a typical, like, origin story where, like, oh, he lost his brother, now this is why he's doing this, or whatever. It, like, was part of his character through the entire thing, Mm -hmm. which is a much more mature way to write, especially in an animated film. Um, So I love the progression of the characters. I love the fun and... um, the character of Baymax, Scott Adsit, who does the voice, is so funny, and he's so perfect uh, <laughs> at it. And there were some really great lines. And what I love, too, about the movie is it kind of turns the superhero stuff on its ear a little bit. Like, um, normally you have, like, all right, he's building, like, a robot, like Johnny Sacco and his flying robot. Right. You have um, um, the Iron Giant. You know, ultimately, these robots are weapons. Mm-hmm. You have a robot that was designed to be a nurse. And <laughs> yeah. it's in his programming... <laughs> Never to fight and never right. to do any of this. And that's kind of like a, a great conflict as the movie unfolds. Mm-hmm. So I really liked it. Um, the only little nitpicky thing is like it so sets up for like sequel and franchise. And like, yeah. can't we just, you know, do we have to always be thinking about that? Can't we just have a movie? And the answer yeah. is no, you cannot. No, you can't. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> no, yeah, no. Everything is uh, is crazy franchise. And, and uh, although, you know, I see you could see the DNA as you're watching the movie. All right. Here's the comic. Here's the video game. Yeah. Here's the TV show. Here's the sequel. It's like you right. get the you know how to train your dragon treatment on everything. But yeah, and here's the kids meal. At <laughs> right. Exactly. Here's the Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Here are the toys. The merchandise. Everything's there. Yeah. The so, plushes. Yeah. But it was. <laughs> I've uh, already seen the plush. In fact, it was. Uh, yeah. The, the, the Baymax is already a yeah. plush. It's I've, people I've seen a kid with one under its arm. I, I'm not yeah, surprised. I've already got plush. the balloons at Disneyland. I was there last night. Were, oh really? Yeah. yeah. They're, oh, yeah. they're floating around everywhere. Of course. It's out of control. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, we'll, so. we'll get into this. Yeah, we'll get into it more. But I, I, I really enjoyed it. It's a great family film. And I like the streak that uh, um, Disney slash Pixar is on now. Because, <laughs> yes. you know, they're they're taking every movie seriously, not just like the Pixar ones. Yeah, it was cool. As right. I said, you know, I went to the, 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 the screening that T.J. Miller put together and seeing Disney Studios getting a little tour of it was really right. awesome to see the amount of detail that they put in, how they theme all of the people working on whatever projects offices in that world, mm-hmm. the frozen world or whatever. And it's just like, that is awesome. That would be a cool place. Yeah. 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 To, to get work. fired from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is what we do here at our studio. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we do. We theme. We, we theme, theme everything. It. We theme it's it as a, a small company that works in a garage. That's our yeah, theme. That's, we really want um, you and the, all of the interns that aren't getting paid to feel yeah, that vibe. Every, uh, every direction you look, you just feel shoestring. You yeah. feel... <laughs> <laughs> and that's done on purpose. Yes, yeah, that exactly. Is, that is, we theme. took a lot of time. <laughs> like, here's no, the pr- they production design here is impeccable. Yeah. Yeah. It is. You, you want us to think that the garage door is about to open at any moment. At any moment. There's two guys here... We're going to be in the way. Hanging on yeah. to this company and to their lives. Yes. <laughs> that if this doesn't work, it's yeah. over. It's, it's, that's the theme. That's you know, the we worked. Theme. Up, we worked for twenty years on that. Yeah, we've yeah, yeah. been. No, it's very longer. successful. I, I felt it the minute I walked in. That's you know, what we want. well, it keeps you hungry. Yeah, <laughs> keeps you on edge. Got to stay sharp, boys. Hungry in the sense that we're not making enough money to eat. <laughs> uh, there's a whole lot of little Caesars mm-hmm. pizza boxes 
just lying around. Speaking of which, why don't you guys buy some fucking merch out there listening, you free show sons of bitches? <laughs> 240 free fucking hours of content. All right. What else do you need? Yeah, what the fuck more do you want from me? I have, Buy a book. I have two comedy CDs that took years to put together. We whip this shit right. up every fucking week. Yeah. There's a pile of shirts I'm looking at right Magic. now. Just week waiting to fly week. off those week shelves. Week after week, we're yeah. spinning fucking gold. And it doesn't always have to be a Dana Gold shirt that I you buy. I scored 30 fucking <laughs> points a night, motherfucker. That's what we're doing. <laughs> All right. So Interstellar. Um, Interstellar. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> um, now, I'm so excited to see this. I didn't get a chance to see it. I'm going to see it Monday. So we will be doing a spoiler app. A lot of people are already asking, are you going to do we a spoiler app? Yes, we will. Oh, absolutely. And we're, we're, here we're going to get. We're going to get Murray Valeriano, who um, wife, Mary Zofries, uh, did, she's an Oscar-nominated costume designer. Wow. She did the costuming for this film. Oh, cool. He was in Vancouver when they were shooting for like a month or two. Mm-hmm. So he's going to give us, he was at the premiere like a couple weeks ago. Oh, give us like a little behind the scenes. Oh, oh that'll be oh, cool. Oh, great. Okay. And so, Very cool. Okay, I <laughs> made sure I saw this. The, the Chinese theater in Hollywood, which is one of my more favorite theaters. When I first moved to L.A., I was like, this is a cathedral to cinema. Yes, yeah. I agree. And they remodeled it about a year or so ago because it was at like a 2,500-seat theater, and now they remodeled it to, be a, to show IMAX. And wow, was that awesome. I saw yeah. a 70-millimeter IMAX print of it last night. Yeah. I flew home from New York, got, was home for about 30 minutes, just enough time to eat uh, my hemp granola with almond milk. <laughs> you know. And then drove to goddamn Hollywood in rush hour. It took me an hour and 20 minutes. Wow. Almost like missed the first minute or two of the film. Missed all the trailers and everything. This is dedication. This yeah. Is to because I was like, I'm Cheers. not watching this movie on a regular screen. No, you're, just, you, you made the right choice. I just can't. Yeah. Even though it was at... My theater with the nice reclining seats in the really? food. Yeah, yeah. The, oh. the AMC dine-in theaters. It, it was there. And I almost went, ooh, I've been flying all day. I want to <laughs> sit in comfortable seats. Yeah. <laughs> so I cannot recommend... I, I, we'll get into all of it with the, like, the, a spoiler wrap. But it was, I really loved it. And I know it's a movie that is polarizing. I've already yeah. seen online some people like, oh, sucked. And other people, amazing. Yeah. And I, you know, I get that because I was, uh, I didn't like uh, Inception. Yeah. Right. I, just, I didn't like mm-hmm. it. And everyone's right. like, what? How I know. We got a lot of flack for that. I felt the same way you did. <laughs> yeah. I know we got, we got a lot of flack for that. We got it. a lot of flack for that. I'm on the, I'm on the, the, the yes on Interstellar uh, vote for this. It was, it was really cool. Um, and Christopher Nolan. Running time justified? To me, yeah, mm-hmm. it's this era. It's this generation. It was like four hours long, wasn't it? it was, it's this generation. It's three hours, and I was, I was, I'm, I'm just slightly on the other side of that. I, I, there was a point in the film where I was like, nah, this could have been a little tighter. It's two hours, and and it's ten minutes shy of three hours, right? And they, they could have done it in probably two and a half. Yeah, you could have trimmed fifteen minutes off of that twenty minutes, yeah. but I, I don't know. I was, yeah, but I also was. But just, it's a small thing. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's, it was a little thing. You know, I mean, just you, know, you saw the Cinerama dome, so you saw. A 70 I saw mil- also a seventy mil, yeah, the, the, the dome, um, which until until that existed, yeah, the Chinese was always the best theater, mm-hmm. seriously. And it, but the dome is, you know, especially when the arc light took it over. Yeah, the dome is amazing. It's it's, it's pretty nice. We're yeah. so lucky. We but, live in a, in Hollywood. There are two of the best fucking yeah. screens on the yeah. planet. Yeah. Like, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. so spoiled. Like I I went, you know, I saw 
Big Hero Six in Glendale with a friend of mine. It was just like, why am I in Glendale? <laughs> <laughs> Seeing what, what, what the <laughs> fuck am I doing at the Americana? A lot of reasons. <laughs> it was, it was, a lot of reasons. Like, the, the, the Americana, really? Yeah. It was, <laughs> yeah. It was. Yeah. It's it's not the same. It's all Lawrence of Arabia at the Dome. That's like one of no, the best yeah. movie going experience. Absolutely. Ever. One of the things we're gonna for. I, I want to spend half of the Interstellar spoiler up just talking about how great the China, like all of the I saw Saving Private Ryan there, uh, and saw World War II vets crying at the end. Wow, right. Like yeah. I mean I've that that just walking in there now they and they're they've really embraced they've got Marilyn Monroe's dress from like the it's just yeah it's pretty cool there now yeah. if you ever could yeah whatever you gotta well I'm gonna I could. We have to we'll, spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even. I can't even start That's this because right. it'll. This will be a five-hour episode. Yeah, absolutely. but you didn't finish your thought. I want to hear what you were going to say. It's this generation's two thousand and one space opera. Okay. Yeah, there it is. Oh, very cool. That's, yeah, that's, I, it is. It is kind of is because when two thousand one yeah. came out, um, Stanley Kubrick. People were like, "Holy shit!" Technologically, what he did. Yeah. Um, thematically, uh, and he was in, he was going into some really. The, that wasn't a sci-fi laser shoot 'em up. You know what <laughs> right. I mean? That no, was, it's not. It's a very intense, what? heady. Yes. Yeah. And it, it makes, had the same reaction. It had a lot of people were also like, what oh, the boots. hell is this? Sure. Boring. Yeah. Yeah. Monkeys yeah. throwing a stick. Like, <laughs> I get it. The yeah. bone is a spaceship. Yeah. What's with yeah. the... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, I hope somebody said that about you. <laughs> <laughs> One douche. <laughs> One of the bones of spaceship. Yeah. 1969 yeah. hipster. I spent three hours for this. <laughs> Um, I could have been doing whippets. I think that was more of a more of a college eighties thing. Yeah, that really. was whippets. Is that as far Late eighties, early nineties? I think thing. the whippets. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. <laughs> same reaction when eighties kids watching uh, two thousand one. Oh, okay, all right, makes perfect sense. So yeah, that's what I thought about it. And I literally, I can't wait to see it. It's the, that was the first DVD I ever bought was two thousand and one. It's nice. It was yeah. It was great. Yeah, I agree. I'm with you on that. So yeah, absolutely. All right, and then I saw Birdman. Okay, now I want to hear about this. Because <laughs> uh, your, I, your, your I face like your face dropped when you mentioned it. So I want to hear. <laughs> okay, let me, I'm going to ask everybody here at this. Have you you've seen it? I have seen it, and Mark, I liked you, it. I haven't okay, seen it. you liked but, it, but people also were polarized on this. Too, Here's so. why. Let me ask. Okay, let me ask Mark and Chris. You seen mm-hmm. the trailer? Yes. Seen the trailer. Mm-hmm. What was? What did you think this movie might be about after watching the trailer? You know, sort I of, go ahead. A comedic uh, story about uh, about this this guy. I mean, basically, you know, he, uh, it's you. It, I I guess the. The only thing it, it seemed to me is like a a version of you know being John Malkovich, but but hmm. one step removed. Oh wow, interesting, cool. Now this mm-hmm. is uh, I actually had a different reaction when I saw the trailer. Okay. I actually thought it would be a comedy drama about a washed up actor trying to find his place in the world with um, tastes of Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Hmm. That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> That's a movie I'd like to see. What I went to was. <laughs> A movie that the first 10 minutes, I was like, oh, fuck, this is going to be awesome. Yeah. Now, this is not a spoiler. I wish we could do a spoiler on this one because I want to get into the details of this so Man. hard. In the trailer, they show him levitating, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how they open this movie. Mm-hmm. 
levitating. And you're like, oh, fuck. What's going on? And you hear the voice of the Birdman voice that right. is in his head. Going, right. yeah. and, it's, and it's great, right? Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. in the trailer, too. Yeah. What's not in the trailer is that there's an hour and 25 minutes of him just back and forth arguing about what makes a good Broadway play. This was beginning to drive me. Wow. No, that wasn't in the trailer. The the, the him doing the play seems like just sort of a a stepping stone into all of the things you're talking about, right? right? Uh And there's all these cool handheld shots, like, but I got bored with them after a while. You know, and maybe I'm the guy going, oh, the, the bone is a spaceship. Maybe I'm that guy. Yeah. We get it. I get it. Yeah. But that's how I felt while watching. It's, okay, it's really Batman. I get oh, it. I get it. Oh, yeah, I know. Um, because the, it's all about the play and Broadway and and bringing up things that are kind of interesting of like big budget Hollywood versus Broadway and and you know all these Broadway people like look their nose down at big budget Hollywood, and but also like, it's kind of like there's some bullshit about Broadway. It's just for rich white people, and you know one person at the New York Times can decide whether or not your play okay. is successful or not. I feel like you focus too much on that. There was some of that, especially the you know he talks that that the um... the whole movie takes place though during the preview week. I know, but it was not necessarily to be literally about. There's a lot of stuff that's out of context in the sense that it's. Michael Keaton's playing, everything's like a threat to him. Sure. And so, yes, it's about this play, and it's, and it's his project, mm-hmm. and, it's, and it's, his, it's his comeback. I'm like, he want, it's all about him making a name for himself again. Yeah, it's about the play, because that's, that's what they're doing. But it's his project, and, and everything he talks about, like when Ed Norton comes in, they, they bring him in, and he's, and he's completely threatened because this guy's – you know the hot actor, and he's out of his mind. Yeah, but everyone, but that everyone's may- great. Every, everyone, sure. everyone in it is great in it. But th- for me, I guess I just I I, I was like, if you're going to introduce levitation, and you're going to introduce, is he really ha- all in his head? Sure, sure. Is it or is it not? Is what they were saying like that was the it's all in his head, uh, and it's about him. To me, it's well, all in his head. This is why we got to do a spoiler app because. You don't, you you wonder you like you well, want to talk they, about they, whether that's the ending. We, okay, right? We can't talk about that. Right. So this is why we. I'd love to do a spoiler app because this is to me. You know, is it all in his head? Is it not? Is he just a create? Like that would be. I, I, okay, but the, and the, so 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 like you're introducing all of those things. Sure, and then. It's just all this like it's it's almost it's the complaint that I've had and we've had we've talked about it on the show numerous times of when a stage play they try to make it into a movie it's too talky mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and you're introducing all this stuff that's too talky and I know what they're doing they they also wanted to say you know um it's kind of a criticism on these big action movies they're not real art and all that stuff and this is yeah. real art but it was, I, I just spent like all this time, like I felt like it was repeating. Like I got it. He wasn't a great dad. He's trying to make a comeback. I get, let's the phone is it. a spaceship. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the phone is a fucking spaceship. Is it all in his head? Is it not? Let's mm-hmm. fucking let's. Let's I didn't have a problem. With it. I didn't. It did, right. I didn't anguish over that so much. All I just. Right. I had and granted, really just enjoyed. I had huge expectations going into it because that trailer when we screened it at Podfest, yeah. I was like, "Yeah, we're so excited!" Fuck yeah! yeah. And I, mm-hmm. I guess I want. I wanted more of this. Is right. it real? Is it not? Mm-hmm. Thing. All and right. It, split vote then. Split uh-huh. vote. Wow. 
All right. So now let's talk. Uh, we really want to talk to Mark now about uh, the Nightbreed release. Really, the reason is, we're all here. Yeah, because <laughs> it's such an amazing story. Like if you get back to it, it's is an amazing like, story. It, it, it's kind of like Clive Barker's Brazil. Yeah, really, yeah, very right? much so. It's his SWAT versus Devil. It's his SWAT versus Devil. <laughs> exactly. It's Clive Barker's SWAT In, versus Devil. Indeed. That's what Clive said too. Yeah, that's exactly. weird. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he knows the story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he 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 bought the live stream for Podfest. Yeah, right? I think it's on the box. Hold yeah, it's on. <laughs> Where did he find his copy of? This is my swap. Yeah, there's a quote. Devil. There's a That's quote weird. on the back. It's. Uh... Is he going to listen to this episode? Uh, I'd be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> we saw he just started following us on Twitter. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Is yeah, that he... who runs his social media account? Does you he... know, he's he's there sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, for for a guy who said when I saw. The screening, this kitchen sink screening at the Egyptian, and he said, if he takes on no new projects ever, he still has at least twenty years worth of, of work. In like, of like he can't, he doesn't have time to listen to this. Oh, right, right. <laughs> because because, because he, he literally says, it's, if I if I take on no new projects yeah. at all, I still have twenty years worth of work. In terms of just his his, he's got that many projects. He's juggling uh-huh. that much in his. Of his own right. stuff, he can't take on anything new. So let's, because uh, I actually want to talk about the Abarat story too. But first, let's oh, do. Um, yes. Let's first let's do Nightbreed because that. When did that come out? It's just like a couple weeks October ago, October twenty eighth. October twenty eighth. Yeah, we're out now. So uh, it's so live. I, so how did it begin? Like when did this movie first come out, and what was it like? Came out in nineteen eighty nine, mm-hmm. and it was a nightmare for Clive. Uh, the studio took every first. They started this, asking man, for tell reshoots. people who don't know who's listening who are like, "What is it about? What does Nightbreed, Nightbreed is about?" A uh, well, it's based on a book of his called Cabal that is about a uh, a man that is fed lies by his therapist. Uh, and he's tricked into believing that he's committing these murders uh, subconsciously, and so he goes uh, he goes to try and to try and uh, figure out what's what's wrong. And uh, in the process, he uh, he's told that there is there's a place where people like him can find refuge. And on his way there, he's gunned down by police. Uh, but he uh, he he resurrects uh, and he he goes to this place called Midian, where he's uh, uh, accepted by this group of monsters called the Nightbreed. Uh, okay, so then was there a lot of anticipation because of the book going into getting this movie made in 1989? Yes. Okay. Yes, and you know a lot of people know what the story is, and then when the movie Nightbreed comes out. It doesn't resemble the story whatsoever. <laughs> Some people are confused. Some people like it. A lot of people hate it. Uh, and one of those people is Clive. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it, you know, for, for <laughs> so, so then the studio then just. They just butchered it. Yeah, they butchered it. They were just uh, like, he's not really innocent, but right. he's a monster. We get it. <laughs> I get it. The guy's got a knife, and everyone's weird looking. Birdman is doing a play. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it was, it was exactly like that. It was weird. Uh, but they, yeah, they, they took it away from him, and they recut it, and uh, even... Uh, even at the, the, by the very end of it, he had nothing to do with it, and and uh, the the movie that he, he he was forced to promote, you know, by the by the time the film was released, was resembled nothing. Uh, and from was, the story he, was he, he, he was pretty tell. public about the like I hate this. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, very much so. And and for twenty five years, because it came out in eighty nine, he's he's been what, public about it. Was he public about it during the promotional tour? Uh, I that, think was no. That, is that where it simmered? That's where it simmered. That's where it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's where it started bubbling. Uh-huh. And then you know, as soon on, as on it, his tour of lies, he yeah. was. Just yeah. like, 
yeah. his uh, on his cabal yeah. of uh, lies yeah, for the film. <laughs> Uh, the ball of lies tour. Yeah, I like that. That's a rare poster. <laughs> That's like Revenge of the Jedi. Like, yeah, uh, it's hard to find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Nice one. <laughs> uh, it's comedy film. <laughs> so then, like, what was the impetus to then, like, you know what? Why don't we re-release it? The it's always been there uh-huh. and for twenty five uh, years. Yeah, yeah. It's wow. uh, people. Uh, have been wanting to see this film for, you know, since its release. They've, mm-hmm. they've wanted a director's cut. And I didn't, I saw the movie when I was 13. I, I rented it from my local video store. I didn't get it. I hated it. Uh, and then I, 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 I befriended Clive and I started working for him. And uh, how long ago, how long have you been working for him? I've been working for him for, what are we, 2014? I started in 2008. Oh, nice. Okay. So six years. So yeah. as long as I've been working on the uh, on the uh, project, I've been I've been working with Clive. Cool. And uh, I it was then that I found out that Nightbreed was was butchered, uh, and because I I, I it had been a while since I'd uh, I'd seen it, and I wanted to to brush up on my uh, on my Barker catalog, mm-hmm. and uh, and I found. In, in in a rare instance where an IMDb uh, forum page doesn't turn into racist hate speech, <laughs> I, <laughs> I actually found uh, some worthwhile information. There were tons of posts about the film and people talking about the eventual director's cut, and and Clive says it's coming out any day now. And and since you know I was tapped into the source directly, I just texted him and I said, "Hey, when can I see this director's cut? There's all there's all this chatter about it coming out." And he said, "That it's all conjecture. We don't even know where the film footage is. We've we've wow. been trying to find it for for 19 years. No one knows where it is." Wow. And so uh, I asked if I could if I could try my hand at, at finding the footage and he's, you know, he said, "Absolutely. There's 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 so much missing footage, including a, a musical sequence and all this stuff. And if you can find it, uh, you'll be my you'll be my personal hero. But I really doubt it's going to happen. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty wild. So uh, so we met uh, and we talked about it, and he told me where the trails in the sand ended, as he put it. And then uh, I just started cold calling people. I talked to the to the original editor. I talked to people that worked on the film post-production at the time i talked to the the studio and every everyone i talked to said the same thing uh which was you're never going to find it and uh, don't call me back <laughs> wow. uh, and one yeah. of the one of the weirdest things was there was a woman that worked uh in the in post-production now she does like promotional stuff for new line cinema and uh and i i called her the editor was she told me that she was one of the people that i should talk to she handled like where materials went and uh, I, I got through to her. She was very unwelcoming. <laughs> Did, was not interested in speaking with me. And uh, the next day, her credit from the movie disappeared from IMDb. Oh. Which was really weird. So I started to feel like I was looking for Jimmy Hoffa. You know, I didn't know <laughs> so why. people were like wanted to be distanced from Yeah, I don't like, know like, what like, the it hell. Seems like it goes too deep, so kid. Weird. <laughs> Walk away. It goes all the way to the top. <laughs> it's like an unusual reaction for what you're yeah, looking yeah. for. You're, you know, you a know. simple question. Hey, do you know where this film footage is? You're not looking for like Nazi gold. No. You know? <laughs> it was the strangest thing. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I just, I kept knocking on doors. And one of the, one of the weirdest things was uh, after my conversation with the original editor, uh, Mark Goldblatt, he, who, who also directed like Terminator 2 and, mm-hmm. and, and all kinds of awesome stuff. 
uh, he said, uh, you know, there's got to be a tape somewhere. I, I remember at least that I struck a tape that had some of the footage on it. And, uh, and right around that time, we were doing some spring cleaning at the office, and uh, we found a few tapes labeled Nightbreed. In Clive's storage closet. <laughs> it's the greatest thing ever. So it was like, it's under- been under your nose the whole time. <laughs> so at that you point. We're sitting on the treasure map. <laughs> the footage is coming from later. the house. The footage is coming from the house. <laughs> nice. Oh, uh, so awesome. Nice. So that, yeah, that was, that was weird. Uh, and uh, Was there like an old... Knight that was guarding it, and yeah, you, had yeah. to, <laughs> you had to pick the right Choose challenge. Wisely. It was really strange. <laughs> so it was literally in his house. Uh, yeah, it was. It was literally in his house, uh, and it was. <laughs> it was. It was his twenty-year-old. <laughs> Come on. Look, the guy has a lot of stuff. <laughs> you forget. There's a lot of shit. Oh, There's, my God. What you else put it, did you, you guys put it in find? the closet. Yeah. You're like, this will be great. I'll Maybe hold on to this. Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I found a big gay Al keychain. I don't know <laughs> yeah, that was, I don't why that was next to it. Uh, but it was it was really strange. And, I and you know, I mean, obviously, that, that, that reaction is pretty common. And I asked him, how the hell could this have been here, you know, in, in, under your nose for 20 years? And he said, look, you know, when the movie was done, I wanted nothing to do yeah. with it at that point. What they did hurt so bad that anything that even said Nightbreed, I couldn't look at it. So he just put it on a shelf and, and turned his back. And it's like taking the Mona Lisa and then putting a party, painting a party hat sure, on it. Right, sure, right. You know, it's like, <laughs> fuck yeah. you. You just, you know, yeah. took my baby. I will never look <laughs> at this again. Yeah, uh, and so I, I, we, you know, we found these tapes. Uh, we had to send them to to Europe uh, because they were all PAL encoded, and we got them digitized. And uh, the word that came back was, "Yeah, there's missing footage on this. There's footage no one's ever seen." And uh, and but but it was it was you know twenty year old degraded mold mold eaten VHS tapes, so uh, it wasn't good footage. It wasn't high quality footage, but it was still footage. And so uh, a friend of the company came and uh, and took that footage and spliced it together with the DVD that was out and created this thing called the Cabal Cut. And we toured the world with it. And, uh, and this and gentleman, that's, yeah, this that's gentleman the one that I saw, saw at the that. Egyptian. So it and was. This was when? This was. Uh, we found the footage in 2009, and, uh, and the, the Cabal Cut was created in 2010. And then we toured for about two years with it. And, uh, and, and through that, uh, just sort of you know, pounding the pavement, we, we got 10,000 signatures uh, to prove that, that you know, there, there actually was an audience for this. And at that point, the, uh, the, the, the studio said, okay, so maybe people want to see this movie. And they started talking. So to you it. had to get like a petition to even get it on the ballot yeah. at the studio. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so then the studio wow. then have all the negatives and they gave those Well, they, even, they didn't even know where it was at that point. So we, we finally found a distributor, Scream Factory, and the original plan was to just... Because we kept, we kept uh, talking to these storage facilities, and the, and the studio was... They, they didn't have it, and they didn't know where it was. And uh, we, were, we were just going to digitize... Uh, we were going to do a high-res digitization of the VHS tapes and release that. And then six months before our street date, we got a, we got a, a ping from, uh, from some storage facility in like Ohio... That said, yeah, I don't know. There's like 500 boxes that say Nightbreed here. Oh my god, that's insane! <laughs> and the best part is, 
uh, the the studio said, "Okay, send it to us," and the and the storage facility said, "No." And uh, so, oh so the God. studio came back to the distributor and said, "Yeah, sorry, guys, you just have to use the VHS tape. The storage facility told us no." And our distributors, God bless them, said, "You guys own the film. To tell them no is not an option." So the studio said, "All right, we'll try it." <laughs> And they tried that, they and the storage do... facility sent us the footage. Oh, weird. The studio with the, with the fucking seven floors of lawyers uh, made the storage, guys. Oh, but it's, it's amazing that brother-in-law they... does his taxes. Uh, okay. Wow. It's incredible how little effort they wanted to put into it. Yeah. Like, All right, we tried. They said yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, guys, we did everything we no, could. They sent them an email, they, asked them for they it. They put man. more effort into saying no than yeah. they... Than than necessary. actually making uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. to fill out a FedEx form, yeah, to exactly. get a couple boxes. <laughs> shit, you don't you say no? So you don't have an office assistant that would actually yeah. do you know the contact work? They will it? deliver it to your place. Ugh, I don't know. You're not buying anything. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. FedEx guy has to show up like he does every day. That guy every day. Like, what if I have to sign for it and I'm not there? Then I actually have to go to the post office. It's not like the footage was hidden in a mine. You know, yeah. it was a storage. You've got to walk through this dragon's lair yeah. to get where? Where in Ohio? If you have, do you have any idea where? No idea. Okay, because yeah. I, you know, from where undisclosed location, hidden yeah. footageville, yeah. Ohio. Right. It was probably down the street from yeah. me. So the uh, John Boehner's district. So the uh, the footage yeah. then went from the uh, uh, went from the storage facility to the studio, then to the distributor? Uh, they the, the, they just sent it straight to the distributor. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great. And then that's when it started getting put together? Yeah, yeah, and we uh, What was we, it on? We spent it was on it was on 35 uh, and oh, it was wow. but it was trims. So it was it was 500 boxes about the size of uh, of, of this, you know, of like a terabyte hard drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. So yeah. then how did they so so this so this this DVD that I'm holding right here mm-hmm. that just came out, the Nightbreed Director's Cut Limited Edition, what is this made from then? That is made from the uh, the original theatrical cut, uh, the original 35mm print, and the 35mm trims that we found in wow. 500 boxes. So, so, so the 35mm trims had the lost footage that was on those VHS tapes? Yes. And oh. some that we didn't even find on those VHS tapes. Oh, so wow. that's why this is then really high quality, yeah. then better than that thing you were taking around. Yeah, the exactly. Oh, that's oh, yeah. fucking awesome! <laughs> Jesus, that's great. It's an amazing and and what a how many years it's putting it together? Years, six years in total. Oh, and you spearheaded this whole so thing. Much. You put this whole thing together. I did. I did. I, I sent the first text, and then uh, I, you know, I was there. I was there at the release. You're the I young think. Indiana Jones of, of Clive Barker's. Yeah, yeah of uh, yeah of lost footage. Oh, yeah. that's really cool. That's, <laughs> <laughs> this is what you need to do, dude. Yeah. You need to go like, all mm-hmm. right, we're gonna. I found fi- my calling. Yeah. yeah. All right. We're gonna let's do it. You're guys. like the guy that found like the Metropolis. Yeah, yeah. 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 I lost footage. Like mm-hmm. in, in let's, let's find London somewhere. after midnight. Yeah. Yeah. Let's oh, do it. Yes, dude. let's Come do on. that. <laughs> what are we doing? Sitting oh, here. Open up a detective agency. Yeah. Yeah. Get into an '80s TV show. <laughs> There's got to be more footage in Ohio. There's got to <laughs> be. I would. I would sincerely find money. every director who has lost footage and go through their own homes. Yeah. that's where I would yeah. start. Start with start, start with their closets. Sure, perhaps sure. would be the best. Public service announcement. Oh, Attics, a, basements. That is great. That's an awesome story. So now, it what, now it's out now, right? Where it's can people now. get it? And they it's, can buy it on Amazon. They can yeah. buy it. Yeah, there's one right behind you, Grant. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> you just I'm good, guys. Hands. <laughs> Got it. Good to go. Send me a note on Twitter. Maybe I'll screen it for you when I come through your town. <laughs> I'll take a picture. Uh, yeah, Amazon. We were we were uh, the number one uh, horror Blu-ray on Amazon at the moment, oh, uh, which great. is very exciting. And uh, you can buy it on the uh, the distributor's website, uh, shatfactory.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I think some people can buy it at their local. I mean, you can get it at places like Amoeba or right. You know. Well, we'll have a full written review up on the site. Tower Records are those. Are they still around? Sure. Uh, yeah, okay. sure. They're right yeah. next to the Blockbuster. Yeah. Cool. And, and, and Sam Goody. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Sam Goody and Borders. They're all yeah, in yeah. the shop. They're all yeah. Suncoast? Yes. Yeah. Suncoast? Yeah. I yeah. worked at a Suncoast when yeah. I moved out. Nice. First, first job when I moved Fantastic. to California. <laughs> Kitty Corner from the Hollywood video. Yeah. <laughs> it was connected to a Sam Goody. Right. <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> 1994. Oh, God. Uh, those were the days. from then is Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so now, um, the thing about what you guys have going on right now, this is like just one of the many projects you have kind of going on. But one of the things I wanted to mention, too, is um, the Abarat series. Yeah. Because what I found so fascinating, you can give a little more details on the story where um, the rights were sold to Disney before the books were even written. Yes. So I, I, tell that story. Well, it, <laughs> I, it was uh, Clive painted uh, this gigantic triptych. Uh, which is three paintings that are all, uh, I think in total there it's it's forty fifty feet wide, mm. and, wow. uh, and it, it's 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 a showstopper. It's an incredible piece, and it's this uh, archipelago of twenty five islands uh, mm. that are the islands of the Aberat, and right. it's uh, each island is in is uh, a time out of time, as Clive puts it. Uh, each island represents an hour of the day, and the twenty fifth island is is uh, is time that doesn't you know it, it's it's the in-between time right and uh and it they, they all they all connect in this uh, sea of isabella and the only way to get there is uh is this th- is the main heroine uh says there, there was a fairy that used to come from chicken town minnesota that can take you to the apparat and uh and and that was that was just the painting and it was the story clive came up with based on this painting that he that he just dashed off in a vision and uh, and that was the story that he told. And based on that, Disney bought the rights, and and Harper Collins ordered five books, and he just he just started <laughs> okay. writing. Now, just to, you know, when we say Disney bought the rights, this was a crazy sale, like millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah, it, it was it was big news. It yeah, was, it was uh, millions of dollars without ever seeing a page written. Right. It yeah, was that was that was before the bubble burst, as they say. Yes. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. People people were getting huge uh, amounts of money for uh, for options and uh, and. And what's the craziest thing about it is that was like in 1998, I think, and they never did anything with it. And so now the rights have lapsed. So Clive has them back? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So they spent all this money and did nothing. Yeah, yeah. that's right. And now Clive's like, <laughs> suckers. Gave <laughs> <laughs> me a shit ton of money. You could have done something, but you did nothing. And now I get to do it. And now, yeah, and now the books are his. And uh, we're talking with uh, David Barron, who produced the Harry Potter films, about uh, who also oh, produced wow. Nightbreed, incidentally. So they're, mm-hmm. they're old friends. And oh, uh, cool. and we're we're working with because there's three on. books right now. There's I just three read books. The third one. Yeah, he's, uh, he's writing the fourth one. At the is moment. there going to be five? There's going to be five. There are going to be yeah. five. Okay. Cool. And he wants to make these into films. Yeah, very much so. That's a very cool he, thing. And he's going to direct them. No, no, heavens, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> he, he'd write them, and uh, he and, doesn't want to direct anymore, or he just uh, he does, but it's 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 a it's a tough game. I don't think he would. I don't think he would ever direct for a studio again. Let's just put it this way. He didn't have a great experience. Sure, sure. Yeah. 
You know, Hellraiser was the only film that he actually had full control over. Uh, every every film since then is has been fucked and that over and that movie way. that movie like changed like changed the way I looked at horror. Yeah, and I was like, oh, already yeah. I was already a horror fan, and I saw it in college, and in the theater, and our town Athens, Ohio. I went to Ohio University. They had two th- movie theaters, and then like two years later, one of them closed, and then the next year the other one closed. There's no movie theater for like the last year I was in college. So in 1987, yeah, I saw that in the theater, and it literally, it yeah, yeah. It, it changed the way I looked. It, nobody had ever done anything like that before, and they still haven't. No, <laughs> you're right; they haven't. It's it still has, it still stands the test of time, and it's just it's absolutely unique. Yeah. and it's still and then those every line is still completely. Oh yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. It's there's nothing like it. It's incredible. No. I was obsessed. As, I was an art major too, so I was like obsessed for the for like the like six months after I saw it, and I did all these. Art projects for classes. Oh, that's awesome! Based on it, I drew. Yeah, I drew the yeah pinhead. It's yeah. yeah I'd I love to see all, him. all he drew sorts of stuff. Pinhead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. What? Uh, no. No. I did. No. I, <laughs> no. But I did. Yeah. Well, I. It's not I, outside the realm of possibility. Yeah. yeah it's not outside. Was, it's not yeah. outside the realm of no, possibility. Maybe I'm confusing two different pictures that you are. Yeah. There was maybe one. Chris, that's how Chris sees you. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> that's possible. Yeah. That's what I'm drawing right now. When the lights go out, I'm a Cenobite. Really. Yeah. It's, <laughs> but now... Yeah, uh, that, was a, that was a very effective... And that's being movie. remade, but Clive is actually writing the script for this. Yeah, he's written, he's written the, uh, the script for the remake. And now, is he, is he circling around directing it? No, no. We're talking about uh, directors that we, want, that we want at the moment. We're having conversations with the Weinstein Company. Uh, okay. They've 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 told us uh, who you know who they want to use, and and we're we're compiling a list of people mm-hmm. we want to use, and mm-hmm. it's uh, it's exciting. Well, uh, Chris is available since. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, I, I have a reel, but you can only get it in Japan. <laughs> I'll send him a link. Absolutely. <laughs> SWAT versus devil. Yeah. That'll get you hired. I remember um, immediately. He, he Clive had said in, in during this. Screening, um, yeah, that was at the Egyptian, right? Yeah, and he, he talked obviously, it was a QA and it was great. Uh, and he said it, it's it's cool to rewrite it because you can push the envelope further now, yeah. Which I think when you if if Clive Barker says you can, oh, I'm gonna, re- I'm gonna write it myself, mm-hmm. the new Hellraiser, because I can push the envelope farther, like it wasn't pushed far enough, yeah, sure, sure, but, you and know. That's, and that's just one project that's going on right now, like we were already yeah. getting tweets, like, oh, well, you gotta ask yeah. Mark about you know, these <laughs> the second like, you guys yeah, announced, <laughs> uh, like a Magica is another one that's uh, mm. hugely popular, yeah, so. that's my favorite book I now, mean, it's hands down. What can you say about that right now? What's I, going on? All I can say is, is what I said on Twitter. Is uh, we're 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 in talks, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and we're very excited about it. Mm-hmm. With who? A guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. A person who will be not be named. Uh, a I guy know. that did some stuff. Yeah, he's taking don't care ask. of that thing. Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And one of my favorite books that I just read to my daughter was Thief of Always, and mm, um, I know that one. was like in development to try to be, get like a stop motion animation. Yeah, yeah. Well, there have uh, been a few a few attempts. different things. Is uh, it the rights go back to Clive on that? Rights one are too? back with Clive now, and uh, Oliver Parker, who played Peliquin in Nightbreed, oh, uh, cool. is a director in his own right. He directed uh, Dorian Gray and mm-hmm. Ideal oh, Husband, okay. and uh, the the most recent thing was uh, Johnny English Reborn. Yeah, yeah, and mm-hmm. so he he's written an adaptation, and uh, he's filming uh, a, a, something right now. And when he wraps that, uh, we're moving into into uh, Thief of Always. Really, yeah. uh, live That's action really or animation? Live action. Live action. Yeah, wow. cool. Yeah, this is good stuff. This is good stuff. Finding out some really good things here. <laughs> Got some Scalusi's guys. <laughs> Sweet. 
Sweet. <laughs> See you at the next Yeah, we need another theme song yeah, just for just, that. Yes. <laughs> just a, just so, a stinger. So what would be the uh, the most surprising thing that people don't know about, like, what's in development with Clive right now? Like, whether it's that you a novel, can talk about. that you can talk about. It's a <laughs> yeah, novel, really. comic book, stage play, or movie? Uh, in, in active talks, I think, I think the, the most surprising thing might be Imagica. That is, because I mean, that's it's still very, very formative. But uh, it, I mean, it, it is potentially the mo- the most incredible thing on our. What on are our you roster. like doing? Like, what is your like kind of day to day job? And what do you? It's it's all over the place. Just anything. Yeah, it's uh, I I write comic books with Clive, uh, and now that Nightbreed's over, we're moving into uh, to book two of of the art book that is also behind you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Mark brought a lot of great swag, and they yeah. said to maybe give away to fans, but it's so good we're keeping it. Sorry, there's another sting. You'll so, get the posters from the Portland show. We'll yeah, yeah. That in, in, in any order you buy, we'll yeah. give you that. So now that we got the A swag, next time when Mark comes in and brings the lower level swag, we'll send that stuff out in the gift box. No, it's yeah. not. You guys are going to keep all that shit. Though. Yeah, Whatever. you're right. <laughs> yeah, so just say it. Just yeah, say you're it. right. Nothing's going out. Nothing's going out. <laughs> what what is your kind of i don't know favorite part about doing this job and where because it's like a hybrid position yeah yeah yeah. and what do you want to like where do you see i mean this sounds like where do you see yourself in five years Mm -hmm. what's your five-year plan what's your your template (laughs) uh i honestly it's it's getting to play in in clive's world i Mm -hmm. mean you know uh, i bring i bring things to him nightly for approvals whether it's comic book covers or uh, right now, we're getting a lot of artwork and, and uh, promotional materials for his forthcoming novel, The Scarlet Gospels, which is mm. Pinhead versus uh, Harry Damore, which is his character from the movie Lord of Illusions. Yeah. They, they, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah that that comes cool. out in May. I'm looking forward uh, to that. That's, <laughs> that's already Because I, like, I actually really enjoyed Lord of Illusions, too. Lord of Illusions yeah, is it's, awesome. It's great. Uh, yeah, so it's Pinhead versus Harry Damore uh, battling it out in hell. Oh, cool. And uh, that comes out in May, and right now we're getting all sorts of uh, artwork and stuff for that. And so I get to bring that to Clive, and and, it, and just watching him go through the process of yeah, having, you know, having the, these ideas, and every time someone brings us something, he makes it better. It's right. just, it's awesome. Well, how, um, how, what, how was his reaction to the Lord of Illusions film? He, he's a fan. He likes he it. Yeah, yeah, he is. Okay. He, Again, the the studio you know took it and uh, and did their own version of it, but right. he got to do the director's cut for the VHS when it when it came oh, out. So okay, that's cool. so that's readily available. So mm-hmm. it wasn't he was frustrated by the film that came out in the theaters, but what, he was able to release it. But he's able to release, yeah. And we and we're we're uh, we're releasing both of those in uh, like with with the Nightbreed here, which you, you get the oh, like theatrical and the director's cut. We're doing a, a, a Lord of Illusions box set. Oh, when's that, that comes coming out? out in December, I believe. Oh, like next yeah. month. Like yeah, which which would <laughs> oh, be <yeah>. next <laughs> month. <clears throat> I see a little Christmas gift to myself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind if I do. <laughs> Wow. So now this What's is Christmas be- like in your house, Neil? <laughs> <laughs> just you opening a whole Clive Barker stuff that you yeah, just yourself? Yeah. They, he like, wrapped. Yeah. <laughs> he wraps them. He puts them yeah. all under the tree. <laughs> Who's this from? <laughs> oh. Oh, look. It's from Clive. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to your pin face doll. <laughs> Do you want some more cinnamon apple cider? <laughs> <laughs> we will show you the delights of hell <laughs> in cinnamon apple cider. You always know just what to say. 
<laughs> we have such cider to show you. <laughs> Now that's going to be a hashtag. Nice. Cider to show nice. you. Oh, uh, that's a good one. You know what? One of our fans, one of you out there, and maybe it's Ron Hansen, should um, should compile all of our hashtags that we've thrown out over the years, and make we'll make a book. A, and we'll make a book of hashtags and a, whatever the story was, because I don't remember them. Well, so there's go, been a lot of them. Go for it, fans. Go through 250-some episodes. <laughs> Compile the hashtags. hashtags. Mm-hmm. Compile a list of hashtags. <laughs> we'll, make a, we'll make a Kindle single. Yeah, say, they'll, make, yeah, they'll make it worth your while, too. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Sure, we'll give you a little taste. <laughs> <laughs> we'll dedicate the book to you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, man. Well, this has been, like, incredibly informative, This has too. been a great yeah. episode. Usually mm-hmm. they're dumb. <laughs> really... <laughs> I don't know what happened wow. today. Yeah, that's because I we rearranged the garage over the. Weekend. I'm telling you, I think it's the feng shui. Yeah, it is yeah. The feng absolutely. Shui of the garage. It's like, and then uh, you're gonna make Mark buy one of your kids' candy bars, like yeah, you did to me. Yeah, only a dollar. I. Yeah. <laughs> Right, I'm not leaving until yeah, I Chris can't puts go. them down like you have an option, like a mob yeah. guy. Yeah, there's some candy bars so, that would help you know, my kid's school. Yeah, you got a yeah, choice. No pressure. No, no pressure. <laughs> while he puts like he's cleaning his yeah. gun. Yeah. While you're, while you're to too- your left is the candy bar. Yeah. To your right is this submachine gun. <laughs> you like chocolate, right? <laughs> I got sure your favorite. You it's dark chocolate. You like, you like? I know you like it. I know you want to buy at least ten bars. Ten bars is how many bars. I think you're going to like it. <laughs> All right. Well, this is the night breed of chocolate bars. <laughs> well, now you're speaking my language. Oh, now I want now chocolate. I'm now I'm in. There's a chocolate monster. He wants you to buy him. <laughs> Midian is where the chocolate is. Um, I'm confused. Is that a Bulvanian accent you're doing? <laughs> we have much diversity. We <laughs> The cultural attache to Bulvania, ladies and gentlemen, is also in the studio today. Oh, I just realized there, there's a Nightbreed connection uh, circling back to your Maria Bamford story. The gentleman that edited Nightbreed, uh, named Andrew Furtado, he played the delivery boy in uh, Maria Bamford's new special. Are you kidding really? me? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. The, the special, special, special? The special, special, special. That she that. did in her living room or that's whatever? That's the one. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> that's that's awesome. awesome. I saw that. Yeah. That's actually that was so Six brilliant. degrees. That was yeah. nice. Nice time. Six degrees Absolutely. Nice Bring it, it back all comes, It all comes done. back. No, Eminem out. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to drop the mic, but it's we can't afford to do that. Sorry, guys. Just make a noise. So we'll go to um, uh, DVD and Blu-rays. Oh shit! Out. We have uh, How to Train Your Dragon Two. I like this. Um, you didn't as much. I didn't as much, but it, it wasn't bad. It was just I thought they went like a little too dark with it, and uh, but it was still good. It was still good. I liked it, and um, it's definitely even. I still it. didn't see it. It's it's more. I I, 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 I think if you like the first one, you like this. I you know what? The show's gotcha. actually been pretty good, too. They did, like, a limited series oh, really? like of, on Cartoon Network. They actually right. did a good job with that, too. Uh, Tammy. I did not see Tammy, but uh, people were saying it was pretty funny. I saw someone on the plane back from New York watching it, and they seemed to be laughing in their seat. All right. Perfect. My highest recommendation. Yeah, that's <laughs> some schlub on a plane loves yeah. it. She was some on her way to a bachelorette party. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> some, some mope who couldn't get anything better than a middle seat. That was how we got through this six hours of bullshit while I was in the exit row aisle. Couldn't get upgraded um, on the way back, so that's nah, that's nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> the, the struggle is real. The struggle yeah. is real. But I didn't have anyone sitting next to me, so I well, mean, that's good. Yeah, that's good. I can't yeah. have some goddamn let's be, animal. Let's. Be, <laughs> I 
again, I'm not going to be sharing some armrests. Yeah. Some armrests. Like what a fucking slum. heathen. <laughs> some garbage dweller. I don't know what these people do. I, you know, we came back from... Uh, I don't know what kind of parasites this guy's got on his skin. Yeah. When we came back from Portland, I had that happen where I even got the exit row. I'm like, all right, there's more room. But a giant guy sits next to me in the middle seat. And, you know, the big guys, a lot of them are kind of considerate. Like, they try to kind of stay in their sure. area. But when you're that big... Your body spills over to the other <laughs> seats without, you know, your control. And uh, he was very good-natured about it. And even, the, like, the stewardess came up and, like, uh, actually asked, are you a wrestler? And he just, he just <laughs> laughed. He goes, no, I'm just big. <laughs> 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 oh, that's like great. A certain size. Oh, it must be a wrestler. Yeah, it must be a wrestler. Yeah, or a monster. Or a monster. You're, yeah, you're, are you a, are you a giant? It's yeah. funny. <laughs> On the way back from Portland, I was upgraded. So I <laughs> funny story. I don't that's know. All. I don't know what kind of. They, she asked me like, what type, which meal choice do you want? Wow. While you're back there fighting with some wrestler, <laughs> you guys were chewing on a bone or whatever. I don't know what you guys do. I don't know what you guys do, and I don't oh, care. No, that bone is my spaceship. Yeah, I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> we should just say Han shot first and fucking yeah, yeah, close yeah, the episode true. down right there. Fucking <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> Oh, God. Well, I don't think we can uh, make as many jokes about Jersey Boys. Wow. Uh, well, we know what Jimmy Pardo more. thinks of that film. Wow, yeah. Pardo wow. went apeshit for No, he sure did. <laughs> if you didn't listen to last week's episode, which was the Portland uh, right, episode, right. Yeah. Pardo went nuts on Jersey Boys. He was Boys. not fond of it. That was hilarious. It's not his favorite film. It was, it not was, well reviewed. It was great when he got mad yeah. that, A, he thought we said he liked Chef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. pretty funny. And then when he... Somebody he went off on Jersey boards. So if you want to hear Pardo go apeshit on Jersey boards, yeah. listen to episode two. It's well worth it. It's well worth it. Fantastic. Um, now premiering this week. Like, and moving along. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's Chris's thing. Yeah, I got to keep the show moving. Yeah. As I've said before, without Chris, this would be a four-hour Todd Glass show. Let me just... There would be... There would be four there's anything wrong with that. No, no. no. There'd be four hours and maybe... 27 minutes of talking about movies sure, sure. and the rest of it would me just be like regaling high school football stories. Chris just looked at his watch. He's like, okay. Well, his daughter's, okay. he's got to go. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I've got limited childcare today. All right. <laughs> um, so Beyond the Lights, uh, Dumb and Dumber 2, and Rosewater are coming out this week. Wait a minute. What the fuck is Rosewater? Rosewater is the uh, John Stewart movie <clears throat> yeah. that he oh, wow. uh, directed. Okay. Oh, that actually yeah. looks really interesting. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Dumb and Dumber 2, I'm not sure what to make of it. I'm like, I trailer, want it to be good. Yeah, I want it to be good too. The trailer looks funny and like, well, you know, uh, well, sometimes funny and maybe sometimes not. We yeah. watched it in not Portland sure. and, I, yeah. and I said, the thing I said about it, and I started to think about it. The, the movie that came out in 94, there was moments of that movie I thought were hilarious, mm-hmm. and there was moments I went, and that's how I've been with almost every Farley Brothers movie. Right. Yeah. Right. Some funny, and then some just like, oh, this is like toilet. Sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. You know, and so I, and I guess that I bet you this one, because the, the opening scene in the trailer is brilliant. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's absolutely. a funny fucking Loved scene, yeah. you know, and then he's got to pull the catheter out of his dick, mm-hmm. and it's just always, it's always, <laughs> oh, it's, it's always that. That's where it goes. It's, yeah. So yeah. I yeah. feel like, I bet you, I'm sure there will be laugh out loud moments, mm-hmm. and moments you go, that was dumb. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so that's what I, think. I think that's a pretty good prediction. Right. Yeah, there we go. 
Uh, now, Beyond the Lights, I'm actually not as familiar with that film. Beyond the Lights, the pressures of fame of superstar singer Nani on the edge until she meets Kaz, a young cop who works to help her find the courage to develop her own voice and break free to become the artist she won, she was meant to be. Sign right, me up. All right, I'm sold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, uh, no, that's everything. That's it. Yeah, that's well, it. You know what? Can I, can I say, can we, when I, we nope, could almost do a whole article, you could do a whole show on this, but we, we have to mention... What's been going around the internet yesterday? Finally, Sam Raimi. Oh, the Evil Dead oh, series. Bruce Campbell. This is a big announcement. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Evil Dead stars is coming back. It's a ten-part miniseries on Stars. Yeah. And and and, oh. and Campbell's gonna... <laughs> back. Campbell's back as Ash. And it's going to be called Ash versus the Evil, Evil Dead. Dead. That's it's back. Yeah. Awesome. I'm and it comes excited. out next year, 2015. I'm so glad. Like it, the thing that's been so great with obviously HBO started it years ago. But now what Netflix has done, yeah, it's like... Original programming that actually can be original. Bring yeah. your yeah. fucking yeah. A-game. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, don't sure. you don't have to dick around anymore. I don't right, need another right. hospital drama. No, yeah. Oh, the lawyer squad. <laughs> yeah, or another another <laughs> CSI. Films made by a committee. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I just thought that was worth mentioning, at Absolutely. least. Yeah. That's well, you could probably do a lot... Yeah. You talk a lot more oh. about it, but it, it was, certainly since that's it came out yesterday... Know. Yeah, it's that's good. No, that's good. Cool. The, the other thing I wanted to mention um, is the network we're on, All Things Comedy... They're actually having a fundraiser right now. They're uh, building new studios. Mm. But it's not just for podcasts, too. It's for video, too. And uh, what they're doing is they're giving away, like, bumper stickers and mugs. They're kind of doing, like, a Kickstarter. But it's not on Kickstarter. It's, like, I think it's on GoFundMe. Mm -hmm. Um, So what you guys can do, go to allthingscomedy.com and click through. And uh, you can donate, like, literally, like, a dollar or whatever. Whatever you can afford. And then you can do... um, uh, I think it's mugs and bumper stickers, but the good thing is it's a very low goal. I think it's only like ten grand or something like that. So I think it's already a quarter there, but it'll really help all the comedians uh, so they can actually use the podcast studio and right. the video studio. Yeah, because they're so. building a nice, like a nice podcast studio and everything. Right. It's uh, like I think the Pacific Design Center mm-hmm. is where it's oh, going to wow. be. So mm-hmm. it'll be uh, it'll be cool. It's worth your while. You know, all things comedy has a ton of great shows. Jackie Cation is on there. Um, there's, you know, there's of course Al Madrigal, Bill Burr. And mm-hmm. It's um, it's a great thing. We're happy to be on the network, and we want you guys to support it too. So definitely uh, uh, throw a bean, a couple beans their way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we've got the show this Saturday, November fifteenth, ten o'clock at Inside Jokes in the Chinese Theater. Um, the uh, we've got we just got added Kira Sultanovich is going to be doing some joke oh, jokes. Oh great! Mm-hmm. And uh, it's so funny when I call her, she picks up the phone and goes, "Oh fuck, am I? Did I miss something? Did we have something planned?" That I, <laughs> that's that's her go to. I screwed up. She didn't see my name on her phone. I go, "Oh hey Graham, what's going yeah. on?" She's like, "What did I? What did I miss? <laughs> what the fuck did I? I'm sorry." Um, so she'll be on the show. Uh, Matt Knutson uh, from the podcast Grabbing Lunch, who has a short film in there as well. And then uh, Kimberly Browning from Hollywood Shorts has lined up a lot of really cool films, and she's got some of the filmmakers that are going to come yes. down. So you guys are going to get to see really well-made short films on a big screen. Yeah, it's going to be great. There's the Gunfighter tag is the one that mm-hmm. Matt is in. The Gunfighter is hilarious. Mm-hmm. And uh, also there's uh, – we're going to be showing Rope-A-Dope. That's the martial <sighs> arts comedy Groundhog Day I cannot Day wait to film. see Rope-A-Dope on a big oh, screen. Oh, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> and uh, Eric Jacobus and the stunt people put that together. And it's it, it's going to be a great – like we're not just throwing – 
you know, a couple random short films. These are going to be amazing films, yeah, every yeah. single one. There's a great thriller called Last Shot. Uh, and I, I just want to say what this movie is about, too, because it's really cool. It's closing time at a bar. Mm-hmm. Stranger comes in, orders some drinks. Guy doesn't want to serve him. He wants to close. And he starts telling these stories about what's happened to people, and they get creepier and creepier and creepier <laughs> as the uh, as he's drinking and as he's alone with the bar. Kimberly has gotten us such amazing movies in the past. Uh, I'm, I've, you know... I'm really excited and we really wanted to get cinematic short films because we're on the, this is the first time we've ever had like a huge screen to show them on. Mm -hmm. And so it's going to be an awesome show. It's November 15th, this Saturday, 10 PM inside jokes. Uh, It's going to be an amazing night. It's going to be a lot of fun. So check that out. Um, And they they validate at the theater and all that stuff. So, Mm -hmm. so parking is like two bucks at Hollywood and Highland there. Oh yeah, it's cheap. Um, very cheap, and you can get a picture with um, a, several Jack Sparrows out on Hollywood. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. Yes. a Spider Man in a saggy costume. Yeah, yes. with, yes. with a Persian accent. Yeah, <laughs> a five seven Batman. There's yeah, a lot yeah. of yeah. there's a lot of things you can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's good stuff down there in Hollywood. Um, so check that out. I think there's a Bulvarian Spider Man. There. there is yeah, a Bulvarian yeah. Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> the cultural attaché yeah, for the. <laughs> Spider sense is tingling. <laughs> but more because I'm drunk. Yeah. <laughs> On Bolvanian vodka. Which you gotta try, but we're gonna have Bolvanian vodka there. <laughs> wow, that's gonna be a real trick. It's gonna be it's gonna be amazing. Um also I will be in uh in Tampa, doing a couple of shows with Doug Benson um, on uh, November 20th and the 23rd. We're doing stand-up and we're doing a, a Doug Loves Movies. And also uh, December 6th at uh, Crossroads at Hawaiian Brian's in beautiful Honolulu, Hawaii with Very James nice. Mane. Oh, great. So come on out right. if you're uh, in Oahu or live there. And, um, of course, December 11th. In Oklahoma City, we're doing two shows, a stand-up show and a and live comedy film nerds where we're going to show trailers and all that stuff. Uh, and we're working on getting a, a fancy big-name guest to come out with us. So check all of those things out and buy some tickets, and we'll see you out there on the road. Um, anything else? No, that's everything. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, Neil, where can people talk to you on the internets? You have a following now. You have some fans at Podfest. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You have fans, buddy. Yeah, one creepy one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the stalker got stalked. It was oh, weird. Nice. <laughs> nice. I just hope you're cashing in on that and just getting some tail out there. Just <laughs> <laughs> little pod tail. Yeah, little, yeah. yeah. Pod, pod tail. Pod tail. Yeah. <laughs> getting putting those kitten hands to work. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. On did you? <laughs> oh, wow. Careful. Oh, oh, I don't have to say not a good thing in that, that particular. There's a context for that. That's probably not. Well, he took a while to shoot. Yeah. <laughs> but he did shoot I first. Say. <laughs> it just took his time. Ooh, Han shot too soon. <laughs> uh, with that being said, I can be found at uh, uh, Twitter. It's Wickley, W Y C H L E A, or Film Nerd Neil. Uh, Neil T. Weekly on Facebook. Come on out. Say hello to him. Sure. Mark Miller, where can people find you on the internet? I am also on the Twitter, uh, at Mark Allen Miller, and that's Mark with a K, not with a C, like some... Bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Those coach-writing animals back there with their Cs. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Makes me sick to my stomach. You're a filthy garbage person if you use a C. You're dirty brown water trash if you spell Mark with a C. 
That's what I want to leave you with. Oh. <laughs> Sharing armrests. <laughs> Some sort of street animal. Um, sweet, guys. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. And uh, check out Nightbreed, guys. Um, Definitely. I'm going to get mine today. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Here you um, go. After that's cr- how devoted uh, Neil is. We ha- There's literally one behind us, but nope, Neil's going to go buy his own. We tried to take it, in all fairness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could, yeah like, well, maybe when they're turned, they're not looking. Well, yeah. no, sure. here's what happened. Be Chris gone. maced him. Yeah. Chris, <laughs> Chris said, not in my house. <laughs> I'll just watch it when you're done. Not good enough. <laughs> I'll trade you for a lament box. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Oh, nerd wheeling and dealing. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Well, that's never is been our... opened. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'll let these boys sort it out here in the, in the garage. Um, well, thank you uh, once again for Neil Weekly and Mark Miller for being on the program. Um, my name is Graham Elwood. And I'm Chris Mancini. As always, remember Han, Han shot, shot first. first.